From the PSIA ASI Safer at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. An interesting show today. We're talking with Rick Lyons, who's a member of the ELC. And Rick, can you give us some background on the ELC as well as the Alpine Task Force that you're also a member of? Yeah, sure, uh, George. This, the, the ELC is the Education Leadership Council, which is a group of members. Uh, there's representation from every division. So there's an ELC representative from each division. Additionally, there's members of the ELC represented from the national team disciplines. So adaptive, cross-country, telemark, snowboard, freestyle, alpine, uh, all those groups are represented as well. And then beyond that, there's additional task forces for each discipline. And so I'm the ELC representative liaison to the alpine technical uh, task force. And so that group is, again, representatives from each division uh, getting together to work through Alpine-specific technical content relative to standards moving forward for the country. So many questions to ask you for updates and what's happening this fall. Um, But I have to start with one. How is your knee doing? I know you're coming off a knee replacement. So five and a half weeks ago, I had a total knee replacement done. Um, on my left knee, and so I've kind of gotten through most of the pain and suffering, but still still coming out of it, uh, working on range of motion, not fully extended, not fully flexed, but hoping that by uh, midwinter I'm actually up back out on snow. Fantastic. Well, so in a way, fall conference where usually you're meeting and have a little time on snow, this is all taking place via webinar? That's, that's right. So we, we've, we've gone virtual. Uh, we want to respect the, the COVID and resorts and doing everything else from that perspective. And uh, we've taken fall conference out to the membership uh, of educators, so the ed staffs from each division. Um, so we're basically opened it up uh, to every trainer, ed staff member uh, for each division through web webinars and and content information being shared uh, from these groups. And how's that being received? I I would think this is actually uh, a a good thing. It's uh, so far pretty positive. What we've done at this point is uh, we've had some overview uh, webinars to to kind of give the whole scope of what we got going forward. Uh, And then we've started to dig into some of the details so that you can you know, you got probably six to eight hours of, of online content to, to kind of work through. So, Rick, I just want to be clear. The webinars are for ed staff members from around the country, and then they'll disseminate the information to um, their divisions or to uh, school trainers, things like that. Exactly. Yeah. So the, the, the thing here is, is we want to get those folks that are responsible for learning and understanding and knowing the content to be able to train our membership. Uh, so those, those lead trainers, those examiners, those, that, you know, clinicians, those, those are the people that we're targeting this information to, to start with, to be able to get them all up to speed on how the learning connection model has impacted standards and how we see stuff moving forward. Is there any way you can give us a little hint on some of the changes that are coming about? Well, absolutely. I mean, the biggest thing that, as, as you're aware of, and you've done a number of different podcasts already talking to different people about the learning connection model and people skills and teaching skills, 
And so the, the biggest thing is that framework, that learning connection model framework is been the where we wanted to, to realign how the standards get assessed. Uh, and so previously, most of the standards were developed by disciplines in their own silos, right? And so the Alpine group, we talked about teaching, we talked about professionalism, we talked about skiing in our standard. Uh, now with the learning connections model, you've got people skills, teaching and technical skills are the areas of focus. And so we've reframed the standard to fall into that alignment. And the, the cool part is that the people skills and teaching skills are discipline independent. And so the standards, whether it's discipline, Alpine or Telmark or cross country or snowboard, those are the same standards across the board. Those are the same fundamentals that we expect great instructors to be able to exhibit and, and demonstrate. And, and so that's, you know, what you've already been on the front end of, of this content. And what we're doing is getting the standards to align to it now. Yeah, I have to say, one of the things that I really, really like about uh, the direction you're taking here is that I really enjoyed as an area trainer having the staff together having the skier the skiers and the snowboarders going out together and i think that's just so good for overall uh, camaraderie yeah it's uh, the one team concept right i mean we're all working the same stuff we're all dealing with clients in a similar manner um, it's all about trying to create enjoyment of the snow sports and so you know, the, the more we get together and share and collaborate, the, the better off our, our members and our clients are from us doing that. I mean, Rick, it really sounds like a lot of progress is being made here. And we had a, a chat with a number of ELC team members back in uh, early in the summer. Um, what progress has been made since then? What's it been like to see this really coming together? Well, so the first thing that happened is actually we have approved standards for both snowboard and alpine uh, that include the areas of people skills and teaching skills and then the technical elements within that and, and both standards look virtually you know very 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 similar until you get down to the technical content where you start talking about board performance versus ski performance and so we've been able to get that approved. We've gone through and there's now been a, a an overview course that a webinar that's gone through and said, here's, here's how stuff is happening, uh, moving along. And then we just finished two sessions this week with Alpine live webinars. And all that content is being recorded and put into the, the learning tools on the PSI national website. Uh, but it's really, really cool stuff and lots of, lots of people engaged. We had over a hundred people each night for, for the Alpine tech stuff. That was, was really fun. That's fantastic. Um, and how is it between the divisions? Uh, how about among the divisions? Because we really are having everyone come together. Well, that's one of the things that, you know, if you go back and look at surveys that have been put out to, to everything, there's one of the biggest concerns that, people have expressed in, in all these surveys is consistency and that consistency is is you know division to division or or trainer to trainer type of a deal and one of the things that having all the divisions have representatives uh, within these different 
uh, for task forces or, or councils is really driving more consistency. In addition, that we've got the relationship, and you've talked to, to Pete Allison of Penn State, and they're kind of like being, helping us as a third-party assessor to, to make everything uh, much more uh, consistent across the board. And so by having that type of uh, organization looking at us from a collegiate accreditation process, it's increasing our awareness to how to get uh, people more and more on the same page. You know, something I have to say about Pete, which I love, uh, I actually left graduate school to teach skiing full time and never went back. <laughs> and to be able to get an advanced degree through Penn State, uh, I've really been watching that with uh, with some excitement because I would love to do that. Right. Yeah. So there's there's some we've, we've had there's there's one there's a Ph.D. student currently working with Pete that's working on stuff relative to you know, quality assurance and enhancement as far as, you know, with how do we make sure that we're all working off of the same thing, doing the same thing, and how do we help each other get better at it? Uh, and then there's been some other people that have been participating beyond that. And so it's, it's really been really cool to watch uh, and to be part of, yeah. And I was just going to ask, I mean, how does it feel to have been a part of this? You were a huge mentor for me back in the 80s when I was getting started in this and um, to see the way you've grown has been really exciting for me. Well, it's, it's, it's the same, you know, we always, you know, never stop learning, right? It's like, how can we get better? And, and to be able to get better is to help other people get better. And you can start to see more and more as we go. And so to, to, to be able to work at this level has been really rewarding. Uh, you know, get to know more people like Pete and, you know, this webinar we did uh, was Jonathan Ballou and myself, Dave Schilling and Pete were were the um, members of the, the of the committee, I guess, the presentation crew. Um, you know, to work side by side with those guys, that has, has been really fun. So, Rick, again, this is all really exciting information. When does it become a part of our assessments? So when are we accountable to it? So that's a great question, George. So this is why the webinar process and the fall, the fall conference and everything else has, has been kind of changing to try to get everybody on page. What we want to do is this season, which is a weird season with COVID and everything else, but we want to get all of those education leaders uh, out there educated on this and understand this information and start to understand how it might impact exam processes. And so even though the standard has been approved, the the implementation of the standard, we're not responsible to to actually are accountable to that standard until the season 21-22. So this year, you know, basically we're doing a bunch of work uh, as far as educating people on the content evaluating our examining assessing processes to you know how how is this going to be impacting that stuff and making sure that you know that we are consistent division to division on being able to assess that information so the rollout is is a is kind of a two-year program right so right now we're we're getting the the details out to the key members and then helping the the rest of membership come up to speed with it for training so while you've made a lot of progress, there's still a lot of work to do. Lots of work to do, yeah. <laughs> so now, now it gets down to the to the details and, and the and the fine tooth comb, right? So 
this is I was working with Mike Phillips, our our cert chair in Pacific Northwest, and we're looking at you know what is the impact to our exam process or even our our scorecard uh, to help inform the member of of where they excel, right? Um, what's going on with it, and so then it's you, you can look at that and you go, well, are we assessing this? Or are we assessing that? And and these are things that we've agreed to as kind of the elements of a great instructor, and so want to make sure that. You know, the process itself hopefully doesn't change a heck of a lot, but the information gathered and the consistency of that is better. Anything else you'd like to add in conclusion, Rick? Uh, well, there's just more to come, right? We've got, so there's teaching skills presentations and people skills presentations going forward, and then the divisions are taking that content and, and taking it further into the future uh, and, and down to the details of it. So, I don't know, it's, it's just great stuff, and and stay stay tuned and, and keep looking at how the learning connection model is impacting uh, us for the better. Rick, it is always great talking with you. Uh, wonderful to connect here in, in October, and I wish you all the best with your recovery. I appreciate it, George. I'm, I'm just looking to you as my, my hero who's gone through the feet thing and seen how to, how to do that. <laughs> Get back <laughs> on your bike and go. So I'm going to follow your lead. Thank you, Rick. <laughs> Rick Lyons joining us on First Chair from the PSIA, AASI Safer to Home Studios. I'm George Thomas.